Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. I started to realize that not being an expert isn't a liability, it's a real gift. If we don't know something about ourselves at this point in our life, it's probably because it's uncomfortable to know. If you can die before you die, then you can really live. There's a wisdom at death's door. I thought I was insane, yeah. And I didn't know what to do because there was no internet. I don't know, man, I'm like, I feel like everything is hard. Hey y'all, my name is Kat. I'm a human first and a licensed therapist second. And right now, I'm inviting you into conversations that I hope encourage you to become more curious and less judgmental about yourself, others, and the world around you. Welcome to You Need Therapy. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of You Need Therapy podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host and so glad you are here today. Quick reminder before we get into the episode that although this podcast is hosted by a therapist, it does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any actual mental health services. However, we always hope that it can help you in some way wherever you are the day that you are listening to it or maybe later. Now, Today's episode is inspired by something that happened recently and something that I talked about with my current therapist. And it actually sparked something that a previous therapist has had said to me. So I want to start this episode by asking two questions. Have you ever had a consequence thrown at you for not turning a blind eye? Or have you ever been punished for telling a secret that you never should have been asked to keep? Now, the thing that I was reminded that a therapist told me years ago was that I am the kind of person who holds up a mirror to the people around me. And she said, this is a really special quality and one that's very beneficial, especially to you as a therapist. However, not everybody wants to look in that mirror you're holding up. And I sat on this for a really long time. And I remember I took notes on it after the session, which I went to go find, but I cannot find because I probably deleted them because I am 
constantly having issues with having no storage in my phone. So I deleted a bunch of stuff recently. I think I must have deleted that note. I now have Google Photos, so hopefully that will help clear some storage and it won't happen again. But what I'm really trying to say is I don't know what we were talking about. I really don't know what it was that I was bringing up that day, but I imagine it was something about being frustrated with someone or because someone got mad at me for being honest or becoming the bad guy for saying something that other people are probably thinking and just afraid to say. These scenarios can make you feel crazy. How can you be bad for telling the truth? I thought that lying was bad. Lying is something we are taught not to do as children. And I imagine there are some of you listening that are like, wait, I've felt this before. I have felt that feeling, the fire shooting out of my ears feeling when you get blamed for refusing not to turn a blind eye or for not sweeping something under the rug when you didn't do the thing, but you are exposing it. Chances are in these instances, what you didn't do is follow the implicit family rules. Those family rules, that that family can be your family of origin. It can be a friend group. It can be a work team. It can be any kind of system like that. And what implicit rules are is they are the unspoken rules. So rules that kind of most of the time keep boundaries how the system wants to keep them. A lot of times when it's dysfunctional, they're pretty rigid or often they can be the opposite of that. Really, really, really diffuse. But these rules are things that nobody is writing down on a list or telling you. It's things like we just know that we don't stand up to dad. We don't talk about our feelings. We don't tell outsiders what's going on inside the house. And we show up for family no matter what. We, we show up for people no matter what they did. We will give whatever we have. You can't say no. And when the systems that are involved are dysfunctional, when you throw a wrench in their sense of order, when you go against these rules, it usually does not go well. Even if their sense of order is disordered itself. Because it's easier to push the one going against the grain out than for the majority of humans to change. After all, most people don't really like change. And if you're identifying with this experience, then chances are you've experienced being a scapegoat. What is a scapegoat? Well, it's one of the family roles that come up in dysfunctional families. And we've talked about this on an episode before in in more depth, but I'm going to go over what those other roles are. So the other family roles include one, the hero. This is the golden child. They can do no wrong. Usually they are very high achieving and they, because of that, get a lot of praise and positive attention and affirmation from their family and those around the family. And that can look really awesome. It can look like a really great place to be in. However, it can also come with a lot of anxiety. It can come with a lot of fear and pressure. They end up making a lot of decisions that will make the family or system happy instead of what feels authentic and true to them. Next, we have the mascot. So the mascot is the sibling at the dinner table that cracks the tension with a sarcastic comment or a joke. They keep things from exploding by diverting attention. And they use humor and entertainment to deflect or soothe a lot of the discomfort of the chaos in that system. Then we have the lost child. This is the kid that just kind of gets left in the dust and they tend to go with the flow and just go along with the order that everything else is in to not create any more chaos. They stay small, they stay unseen, they stay unheard. It's better to be out of the way. And parents can often see them as the easy child, but often they just lose sight of their needs because the need to keep the peace becomes more important. 
Okay, then we have the placator. This kid is kind of like the fixer. They get brought into a lot of stuff that isn't theirs because they can be a voice of reason. And it can feel really good to be a a placator because you feel needed. But in this role, there's also a lot of pressure to manage other people's chaos. And they can be brought into parent issues and sometimes can serve as the surrogate spouse, which is a child that then takes on a lot of the emotional responsibilities of one of the parents for the other parent, which is not ideal for somebody who is supposed to be a kid and is supposed to look to their parents to help them get their needs met versus helping their parents get their needs met. And then lastly, we have the scapegoat. So the scapegoat is often seen as the rebel. They can get labeled as the bad kid, the troublemaker. And when I think of a scapegoat, I think of someone with like purple spiked hair and a studded leather jacket. And while that can be true, what's more true about a scapegoat is the simple fact that they are just different. How are they different? Well, at some point, the scapegoat refuses to play the game that everyone else is playing. A scapegoat is what we like to call a truth teller. They say the thing that no one else is willing to say and that no one else wants them to say. They bring the family secrets out and, well, the family usually doesn't like this. Now, because they often feel different from the rest of the family, the scapegoat often feels like there's something wrong with them. And to confirm that, they are usually the kid that gets dropped off in treatment or is forced to go to see a therapist while the rest of the family just sits back and waits for them to get their act together. They're what is also called the identified patient in the family a lot of times, which sounds bad, but honestly can be the best thing that ever happens to them because it is here when they end up going to therapy or they go to treatment or they go somewhere where they're expressing the experience that they're having, that they can start to see that maybe they are the outlier in their family, but it doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong with them it means that there might be something very, very, very right with them. However, this is no bueno for the family. And the family does not send them to treatment or send them to get, in quotes, fixed because they want them to see what I just said. They don't want to see that. They want them to be, again, the identified patient. They are the focus. So if we can focus on that issue, that being the problem, we don't have to look at our own and we can hide our own. The family system thrives off of the ability to push chaos onto the scapegoat. The scapegoat is a form of protection for the family. As long as we can blame them and push blame on them or use them as a distraction, we don't have to look at our own issues. Therefore, the responsibility of taking ownership and changing and making things right and doing what is right and healthy does not belong to us. It can serve as a way to believe the delusion that the family is healthier than they really are. It's the whole, it's not us, it's them. If they would just X, we wouldn't have all these problems. A general example of this would be like, if my teenage son didn't have a substance abuse problem, then our marriage issues never would have happened. We were so in love, me and my husband, such a perfect pair, but the stress of the problems that arose with our son wore on us until we just couldn't take it anymore. Now, in reality, maybe the substance abuse was a way to give a big F you to the lie that he was living with the perfect ideal parents. Maybe his dad was never home and always working and maybe his mom leaned on him a lot for emotional support. And because his father was always away, 
and we'll never know if this is true or not because it's a made-up scenario and because the family does not want you to know this, but maybe the kid was tired of being and stressed out from being possibly the surrogate spouse to the mom. So what do you do? What do you do if you feel like you're in this position or if you feel like you constantly get put in this position and you keep finding yourself as the bad guy or the outlier? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What do you do if you feel like you're in this position or if you feel like you constantly get put in this position and you keep finding yourself as the bad guy or the outlier? So one, it's super helpful to recognize it always. Awareness is the first step in a lot of these processes. But then I want to bring you back to what I was saying about my my therapist, what she said to me years ago. I'm the kind of person who holds a mirror up to the people around me. And while that can be really great in some instances, not everybody 
is willing and wants to look in that mirror. Not everybody wants to know the truth and not everybody is willing to listen to it. And one thing I know for certain is we cannot control other people. And as much as I would love to control them and as much as I would like to ignore the fact that I can't, just trying to continue to do that is going to only impact my dysfunction. It's only going to create more dysfunction in my relationships to others and myself. So we very well might not be able to stop our family, friends, coworkers, etc., from avoiding the truth as much as it drives you crazy. You might not be able to ever do that. And you might not be able to create healthier systems in the systems that you've been caught in. But what you can do as an adult is you can choose the systems you engage in. And we also get to choose and decide who we want to tell our truth to. Who are the people you can share truth with? People who are safe, who can hold responsibility, who are capable of pulling the skeletons out of the closet. It's a lesson that I'm actually still learning. And like I said, this all came about because of a recent conversation I was having with my current therapist that brought up the memories from my last one. And it came up recently because I was on a girl's trip to the beach. We went to Seaside and we had a horrible, horrendous experience at one of my now old favorite restaurants, which is very sad for me because I really love this restaurant and I will never be going back there. And I'm not going to tell the whole story because it's kind of long and it's not important to know all the details. But basically what happened was one of my friends had an issue with her meal which is not a big deal. Restaurants make mistakes all of the time. Restaurants are run by humans, so it only makes sense that they're going to make mistakes. However, when the issue was brought to management, we were treated, and our waitress, who was an angel, was treated in a way that I will never understand, and I don't want to understand because it doesn't make sense. I can't understand it because you can't make it make sense. It was horrendous. And I was ranting about this experience to my therapist and I was saying things like, why can't I get over this? Like, I am so frustrated and it is bothering so much. The manager was such a jerk and I just want to yell about it. And I want everybody to get on this train with me and get as mad as I am. And I was especially angry with how our waitress was treated. Yes, it was very frustrating for us to be treated that way. But what was more maddening was how this person would blatantly treat their own staff in front of us and like let it be known and seen. And again, the waitress was an angel. And my therapist said when I'm sitting there, like, why does this bother me so much? She's like, well, what does this remind you of? And it reminded me of a lot of things. And I'm not going to get into all of those things. I'm not going to name all those things. But basically, it brought up a lot of experiences where I was feeling like I wasn't being heard or no one wanted to hear me, or I became the problem because I brought up an issue that I was seeing, or I spoke up about something that didn't feel good. And then I'm in trouble for acknowledging that. And it felt like in that moment for a second that it was like any time this would happen, any time I spoke up for the truth or anybody time I said the truth, I would get in trouble. But that's not entirely true. That's where we do this all or nothing thing thing. And it's not true that every time I told the truth, I got in trouble. But it is true that I became the problem if I talked about the problem to certain people. Now, what this means is I have to reconcile the fact that justice will not always be served in this world, which is one thing that I will struggle with for the rest of my life. 
But if people do not have ears open to hear the truth, there is nothing I can do to force that, no matter how just or right I am. Which in acknowledging that, there's so much grief, there's so much sadness, there's so much pain that I have to feel because it's there. And I can process it. Some of that experience of processing it is just sitting and acknowledging it and there's nothing I can do to change it. And that's hard. I don't want to acknowledge this thing because that means I have to also sit in these feelings and they might not ever go away when I acknowledge this thing. But the reason I'm bringing this experience up is because hearing my therapist remind me that the manager of that restaurant was not open to being wrong was so helpful. And disengaging with him, his narrative and his responses to our truth was so helpful for me. I don't have to explain my way into being right by him. I get to let him live in his warped delusion of self-righteousness. And he will probably end up having consequences for that that are not my problem to fix or avoid. I also can't save everybody that runs through his path, which is also a really hard thing for me to sit with because I don't want him to be able to manage anybody because I don't want him to hurt other people. But I cannot control that. I can have faith that other people have the ability to learn how to take care of themselves. And that's really helpful. But again, the reason I'm bringing this up is it made such a difference for me when I heard somebody say, hey, you're continuing to feel more crazy because you're setting yourself up to argue with somebody who's going to talk to you in circles, which actually happened because one, when we were there, but also we did reach out to the owners to tell them about our experience. And y'all, I wish I was somebody that was like totally open to just like blasting people on the internet freely, but I'm not going to do that because I don't know what kind of trouble that could get me in. But the responses that the owners sent back to my friend who wrote a beautiful kind email are were almost more crazy making than the actual experience actually they're probably pretty equal and every time we got a response one of those emails back from the owners we started to feel again more riled up and more crazy because this person is refusing to acknowledge the truth that we're putting right in front of them and hearing my therapist say hey you got to remember some people aren't willing to look at that So they are going to do whatever they need to do to confuse or avoid or project to make sure that mirror doesn't get in their way. And what I'm not saying here is that truth tellers need to stop telling the truth. I'm not advocating to shut people down or keep people quiet and small. I'm not victim blaming or shaming. I'm advocating for us to one acknowledge reality and also to stop hurting our own feelings by telling people truths and hope to help or change, only to be shut down and disappointed. I am really advocating for us to be more careful with our expectations. And a lot of times we have to lower them because again, not everybody wants to look in that mirror. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What can I do about that restaurant? Not a lot. I can definitely not go again. And I can definitely write a really bad Yelp review for them. And like I said, my friend emailed the owner to express concern, hoping that it would bring up upon some awareness of what's happening there. It was the most defensive and dismissive customer service response in history, I'm pretty sure. They basically said that one, we're in the wrong. And if we have an issue with their establishment, then it's in our best interest not to go back, which is is in our best interest not to go back. But I was wild to hear that from the owners of a restaurant. Very wild. But this is such a perfect, wonderful example of us being able to take ownership and take control of who we show up with and who we go to in our need of exposing what is real. They don't want to acknowledge that there's a problem with their system because that would require movement. It would require change. It would also require them to take responsibility and a drop in ego. But if somebody does not want to do that, I cannot continue to engage in it because I'm going to end up feeling like there's something wrong with me. That's how that's going to end. So as adults, 
we have way more power in, in picking the systems we integrate into, right? We don't get to pick our family. As adults, we get to pick the systems and the relationships that we welcome into our lives and that we continue to engage in. And as adults, we have more power in picking the systems that we integrate into. We don't get to pick our families, but we get to choose the systems as adults and the relationships that we welcome into our lives. And we get to choose the people that we have those hard conversations to. We get to choose the people that we tell the truth to. As hard as those conversations are. Now, if you feel like you've played the scapegoat role as a kid, chances are you still find yourself playing that role. You aren't willing to sit around and pretend that things are okay because you seek to care for others the way that you wish to be cared for, probably as a child. Here's my encouragement to you. One, honor your truth. Like I said, I'm not saying to suck your truth up and ignore it and hide from it. No, honor your truth by sticking to your truths versus trying to tell other people their truths. If other people don't want to see it, it's not your responsibility or job to force that on them. As frustrating as that can be when you can't see it. Two, differentiate between the truths that we need to tell and the truths that we want to tell. Are we looking at a real concern of safety and something that really, really needs to be brought about? Or are we looking at a flaw in a human, much like the flaws that we all have? Those character defects that we really think somebody would benefit if they'd work on this or work on that. If something's not unsafe, then sometimes it's best to just let people have their flaws. And three, the most important one, tell your truths to safe people. And that means you may not be able to tell the truth to someone you want to be able to tell the truth to. You may not be able to tell the truth to somebody that you are close to, but is not safe in that way. And again, like I said, this is one of the hardest, I think this is the hardest part that sometimes we don't get to tell the people that we think are the most important people to tell. Now, like I say in almost every episode and conversation I have on here, all of the information I'm sharing with you is very nuanced. So there's not a black and white way for you to fit this into your head and fit this into your life. And that's why some of the conversations we have on here are kind of hard to just take and immediately put into your own life, like a hat that you can just put on that I'm wearing that now you're wearing. It doesn't really work like that. So I want you to take the information that I'm sharing with you and apply it, but don't apply it blindly. Really sit with it, process it, think about it. Maybe if you have a therapist and you've had experiences like this, you can talk to them about it. And the most, I think, freeing and satisfying part of this for me was understanding that there is nothing wrong with me. I wasn't overreacting. I I didn't see something wrong. I wasn't being dramatic. I wasn't being mean. I wasn't being unkind. I I wasn't the bad guy in this story. I became the bad guy because somebody else didn't want to, well, it doesn't mean that even those people are the bad guy, but nobody wanted to play that role themselves. And it's easier to push it onto somebody else. So I get this bad guy role, not because there's something wrong with me and I am, but because it's hard for other people to take responsibility for what is actually going on. Now, not always. Sometimes we do say things that aren't true, but you know what I mean. So that was the most important part for me because it allows us to give ourselves more compassion and look at ourselves as a look at ourselves, look at, see ourselves with a true lens, the truth lens versus the lens that makes other people feel more comfortable about them, about themselves. 
So I hope this was helpful. And if you have any questions or feedback on any of this, I would love to hear it. You can email me, Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. You can follow us at cat.defada at uni therapy podcast and my therapy practice at three quarts therapy on instagram and if you live in tennessee you can also reach out to us at three quarts therapy.com if you are looking for a new therapist i am currently not taking new clients however i have three wonderful therapists stacy julia and josie who work with me at three chords that are and i would love to be able to recommend them to you and set you up with somebody who i believe has a really good gift in helping others see their truth and figure out who to tell their truth to as well so that is going to do it for me today i hope you guys have the day you need to have and i will be back with you on wednesday for couch talks Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.